Hello, and welcome to this special Halloween hot type edition of the Story Forge podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Smith, and as always, we're focused on the simple theme that making things matters. Sometimes those things are physical, product-like things you can hold in your hands. Other times, those things are services or businesses, or in the case of what we're going to talk about today, experiences, things that you live through that impact you in a sensory way, things you can remember and take with you always. So there's a place in Virginia, not far from where the first Europeans settled in America. It was the capital city before they chose to move that distinction to Richmond in the West. It's the cradle of the revolution just up the road from Yorktown, site of the famous battle. The Civil War marched through the city in May of 1862, causing chaos and mayhem. It is host to one of the oldest institutions of higher learning in the country, in the College of William and Mary, and it is maybe the largest living history museum in the world. It's Williamsburg. It is fun and lively and family-friendly and, in many ways, haunted. John Minson Galt finished the last sip of the fancy coffee drink he picked up at Aromas on Prince George before beginning his day. He adjusted his waistcoat, made sure his shoes were buckled up properly, and perched his three-pointed hat atop his noggin with a lengthy brown ponytail drifting behind him as he strolled smoothly uphill toward the Duke of Gloucester Street. Known locally as Dog Street, the main thoroughfare of the historical district runs from the Christopher Wren Building on the College of William and Mary campus on the West End to the Capitol Building and Christiana Campbell's Tavern beyond to the East. Between is the largest living history museum in the nation, populated by a team of the most committed actors, historians, historic interpreters, archaeologists, and guides you could ask for. As you move along the street, you travel back in time to the 18th century. Long strides propelled Galt's lithe frame on this sunny, warm Sunday in October, touching the front point of his hat to greet passers-by. Dr. Galt's smile broadcast his friendly nature as he stopped to chat with a few fellow citizens of the capital city along his travels. Near the Bruton Parish Church, across from the palace green, my 11-year-old son, Aiden, noticed the man walking toward him and smiling back. He waved to him. Hello, Aiden called out from under the brim of his own tricorn. Hello, young man, the man called back. How may I help you? I just wanted to say hello, my son said. That's very kind of you, said the man, as he stepped up to begin the type of conversation you only experience in the most welcoming of neighborhoods. No matter the man looked like he stepped right out of the late 18th century, the kid didn't care. Or maybe he cared more than the rest of us. No matter it was lunchtime on a Sunday when every kid was beginning to melt down from hunger, these two stood in the middle of the main thoroughfare discussing the events of the day, educational differences from two centuries apart, and general manner, including a lesson on how a gentleman should properly doff his hat. Dr. Galt directed us to a specific room in the DeWitt Wallace Museum where we might see some of the furniture from his boyhood home. We thanked him for the generosity of his time and we went our separate ways. Later in the afternoon, while we were sitting on a bench waiting to tour the governor's palace, Dr. Galt happened upon us again. He greeted us like old friends. This time, it was the adults who chatted about other matters of importance. I introduced my wife, Heather, as a physician as well, 
an acupuncturist to be specific. Surprised but intrigued, the apothecary surgeon asked if we were from the Spanish territories. He'd heard that they had female physicians there. As we were called to begin our tour, our too brief conversation came to an end and we parted company with gratitude. We carried these interactions along with us as we wandered the capital city until dinner at the King's Arms Tavern. After an 18th century meal, I took a moment to pose my family sitting on another bench outside near the Capitol building. A young man came trotting across the street calling out, It's the Smith family! Dressed all in denim with long hair and the all too familiar pandemic mask, we didn't recognize him. Let me help you with the photo. The young man pulled his mask aside to reveal his face. Dr. Gault! At the end of his day, after changing back into his street clothes, the young man spotted the kid he'd had such an extensive conversation with earlier in the day and helped capture a photo as a keepsake. These are the unique experiences that make this place special. But that's not the end of the story. The end of our evening was booked to be a ghost tour of the capital city. Not the official Colonial Williamsburg ghost tour, one of the other independent operators. We met up with the rest of our family in for a wedding that weekend, and as the sun dipped below the horizon and the ghostly feelings began to take us over, we strolled down from Market Square toward the Capitol building. As we walked past the path to the museum, our guide stopped to tell us a story about what the museum was before. Eastern State Hospital, the oldest psychiatric hospital in the United States. It was a horrific place to be in the 18th century. But the story wasn't about the patients of the mental hospital or how they were cared for or not. This story was about the director of the hospital, one of the most forward-thinking physicians in the history of psychiatric medicine. The story was about Dr. John Minson Galt II, the man we had spent so much time with. Dr. Galt believed many of the traditional treatments for mental health at the time were not appropriate or helpful to his patients. He rather adopted a pharmacological approach that proved effective. Unfortunately, rather than test his theses on patients, he thought it too risky and potentially cruel. He tested his medicines on himself first. Our guide told us Dr. Galt developed an addiction to laudanum, which is believed to have led to his death. The details are sketchy, but the guide suggested late one night in his office, Dr. Galt suffered a cerebral hemorrhage and opened a head wound falling on the corner of his desk. They say the blood stains in the floorboards where he expired are now permanent. They've tried to clean it away over the years with no success. They co they've covered the spot with rugs only to have the stain reappear again and again. What's the truth? Does the truth even matter? A shiver runs up the spine remembering it all. But then, sometimes coincidences just happen. Was the young man we met that day actually Dr. Galt come back to visit us? Or just a local historian, actor, and musician called Austin London? We like to think the first, but we're happy to know the second. In the end, we absorbed a little history, explored a mystery, and deepened a passion for a place we've visited many times before. A place where exploration and curiosity are celebrated, and my son loves to both explore and ask questions. 
Some people poke fun at Colonial Williamsburg as an antiquated attraction. In truth, it's not a resort. Although the golf is great and the spa one of the best in the country, it's not shiny and flashy or movie-themed, although there are top-tier amusement parks nearby. What it is, is a totally unique experience where even the experts will learn a thing or two every visit. It is simply an infectious and living laboratory of American history. And that is why Williamsburg... If you find yourself enjoying the Story Forge podcast and embracing the idea that making things matters, give us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to these things. It helps others find the show and hopefully enjoy it as much as you All recording, editing, interviewing, scheduling, and executive producing tasks are handled by yours truly, Lyle Smith of Nimblesmith, the content marketing agency. This podcast would not be possible without the sincerely excellent help of our friend and producer, Anthony Sergi, who makes a number of other podcasts that matter, including A Guest in the House about all things hip-hop and fantastic and brand new the career chat room hosted by HR pro Aaron Sergi. 